the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're having a great Saturday morning. Hey, and I'm real excited. Uh, the big station, I'm signed up tonight at 9 o'clock. Uh, go to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I think it's posted when we're going to be on there and what times and all. Uh, Pastor Hagee was on that time, and he dropped it, and I was blessed to pick up that time on the big station here in San Antonio. And we're going to be across 35 states. Um, talked to Jace Pierce that was in south of uh, Chicago, and he heard that station last week, 100 miles south of uh, Chicago. So let's take it to the Lord. Thank you, Father, for this day. Thank you for the ability and talent of each and every one of these listeners. Thank you for that they want to learn and grow and understand and open their eyes, see the real truth, understand what's going on, examine themselves, but examine what's going on in the car business. And I ask this all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I tell you what... Uh, Shemaya and I, he's a producer here at KSLR. Thank you, KSLR. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, uh, Michael, for being on this station right in the middle of all these preachers. But um, thank you for each and every one of them. But we were talking about society and putting things off till tomorrow. And, you know, and I run across something that I wrote a note uh, not long ago. was today's thrill will lead to tomorrow's run. Have you ever, have you ever had that time? I mean the thrill of purchasing. Is that a sickness? Do we have to buy something to comfort ourselves, reward ourselves? But we can make decisions today, the thrill of today to lead to the tomorrow's run. You know, buying a vehicle, the experience doesn't last very long. The new smell, the new thought. But we don't examine ourselves to make sure that it's the right decision. And we think, we do we put out of our mind and forget that we just signed a note for 72 or 84 months, and now the manufacturers say and the lenders say that we may be looking at 120 months. Can you imagine 120 months on a vehicle? Oh, man, and people are looking at today. I mean, Matthew seven fifteen says, Watch out for the false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing. But the, you know, think about that. They, they pretend to be your friend. They, they, they're false prophets because they tell you this vehicle is the greatest thing in the world. You know, and and that you think they're your friend, but let me tell you something: don't buy the next vehicle from you, and they'll make fun of you, cuss you. They'll be the old good old boys and the good old salespeople, and everybody around will say, you know, we don't care about those people. They didn't buy from us this time, but they're in sheep's clothing because you think they're their friend, and they're really not. But inwardly, they are ferocious, fearless wolves. And by their fruit, you will recognize them. See, that's the problem. We don't see their fruit unless you sign that contract. I had uh, a bunch of calls recently, and I'll give my mobile number out at the second half of the show, of people who still owe four, five, six years on their vehicle. They signed that contract. Had a gentleman call about his son. Son walked into a dealership, 
and signed a big old note forever and owes way too much money. And he says, can't we take it back? I said, how long ago did he buy it? I said, you know, I've talked about harking the door. If you walk in the door of these dealerships, you're signed up. You're locked in. Well, you know, here he'd been paying on it for two years. And those two years, he'd already paid enough. Oh, Barry, I forgot to give the phone number out. Give us a call, folks. There's no dumb questions. Uh, A million different. Talk about what your vehicle's worth, what you should do, what situation. And you're helping other listeners. There's listeners out there that have the same question you do. And some people are embarrassed to call in and embarrassed what they bought. There's a million people in this town, and even the banks and the credit unions will tell you, but 90% of them are upside down. So you're in that 90% probably. So give us a call here, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. And give us a call. Um, any questions, any comments, anything, it doesn't matter. I will not embarrass you. love to have the callers. You know, it's kind of amazing on another station that I'm about to drop, we get so many calls, you can't count them all. We get 12 to 14. Barry, we've got one on there now. And so uh, we get so many calls, it's unbelievable. But here we don't get many calls. I don't know why. Don't be embarrassed. I mean, you know, talking about it, learning about it, examining it will set you free. But this gentleman's son walked in and he signed up. And now they're trying to figure out how to get out. The car's not worth much. He still owes, this boy owes five years on a vehicle, 60 months. Now, how would you like, is that torment? Is that going through a bad situation? <clears throat> if you have to make five years payment on a vehicle you hate, on a vehicle you can't stand, a vehicle you have to get behind the wheel every day, and think about it, and about the time you forget about it, you got to go somewhere and you get back in it. You know, I drive whatever I, you know, my favorite car is one with gasoline. That's about it. And so I'll drive anything. It don't matter to me. I'm, I've lost that pride of trying to improve, trying to show somebody what's going on. And, you know, because so many people got to have the image. Give us a call here, folks, 210-340-9585. Too many times, you know, you think that you've got to impress somebody. Is that back from your childhood? Examine that a minute. You're trying to impress your mom or prove yourself to your mom or your dad. Prove yourself to your your brothers and sisters. I mean, you know, you're trying to outdo them. Are you trying to outdo your best friends in high school? Are you trying to, is it graduation? Uh, I mean, after graduation and, you know, reunion time, do you go out there and try to impress somebody, try their brand new car or truck? Believe it or not, a lot of people, when they want to go to class reunions, they go out and buy vehicles. So they park up front, you know, and let everybody. There'd be about like my buddy gets out of that Maserati and sticks his elbow on the roof to see if anybody's seeing him get out of his car. I mean, the other day, I've got a buddy of mine that called me and said, Randy, i got to buy a car. I've got to go see my grandson. Uh, he's in Alabama. And I need to buy something so I can go over there and get back. My old car is not going to make it, and I don't want to get out on the road. And I said, have you got money to buy something? No. But I'm going to put it on payments. I said, well, go rent you a car. Go rent something and go over there and enjoy yourself and come back and turn it back in and, you know, make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. I said, you can't afford it right now, right? Not really. And you really don't want monthly payments for the next 48 to 60 months? No. I said, well, think about it. Go go rent you something. You need to be over there. You, you're afraid of your vehicle. You'll probably save almost enough in gas over there and back from what your vehicle will get gas mileage. It's, it's an old three-quarter ton truck. 
I said he has to work out of it. He needs it. So think outside the box. Give us a call here. Any questions want to embarrass you, uh, 210-340-9585. And also, this show will be aired on 1160 at 1 p.m. Barry does a great job. He gets it ready, and he gets it ready for 1160 a.m., 1 p.m. today. So you think about this because Matthew wrote this probably over 2,000 years ago, but watch out for the false prophets. False prophets is those people that know your business, your budget, your lifestyle better than you. They're convincing you to buy this brand new or this used car. And, oh, man, you know, it's the best in the world. going to keep its value. You're going to love it forever. And two, three years down the road, you don't like it no more. Now, they're in sheep's clothing because money is their God. And, you know, do unto others as you would have done to you. Shemai and I was talking about that just before this radio show. And we were talking about treating people how you t- and how relationships matter and giving more than expecting. Expectations. I taught that in Bible study in my house for about six weeks. Expectations. What do we expect out of people? Well, you walk into these dealerships and you expect them to tell the truth. That's not going to happen very often. You expect them to give you the great, great deal. You think these $50 million dealerships are just thrilled to give you a deal that don't they don't make any money on? I got news for you. If they don't make money, they don't keep the door open, and it takes over a million dollars a month to open up the door every month. So, you know, we're expecting more than what we'll get, and we're expecting this person to tell us the truth. And they're wanting to get every available dollar out of your pocket they can get. Like I've told you before, I've been in the offices of these managers, and they're making four, five, six thousand on a deal, and they send the salesman out to get more cash, get it on a credit card, get it, borrow it, make sure you know, pull out that old money that your wife don't know about. You know that old she don't know money. And, and pull that cash out. You want to buy this car? We're a few hundred away. And the managers are grinning in the back saying, yeah, we got some big old deal here, but that's all right. Get us some more. Get us two, three hundred more. Is, hey, is there ever enough? Is it ever enough? You know, there's so many dealerships out here that that want to take every available dollar, and they don't care. Do unto others as you would have done to you. Would you want somebody to bury you in a vehicle for six, seven, eight years? But see, when a salesman goes out and buys something, they want the best product. They want to deal with the best people. They want free extended warranties. They want everything free they get. They want you to deliver it free. And they want the very best price they can get. And they want to be in control of the deal, and they want to buy what they want to buy. But instead, think about this, instead, when you walk in that dealership, they want to say you what they want to say. They want to push your button. They want to be in control of the deal. But when you reverse the roles, oh, no, they don't want it that way. Not at all. Zero. They want to be in control. They want to control you. They want to do the right things, you know, but not when you walk in there. And we're talking about TVs, appliances. We're talking about all kinds of stuff and even their games and their hobbies and their everything. But maybe partly, you know, you think car people have money, and most of them are in great shape. Why? Because they make better decisions on their vehicles. They buy them at the right way, the right interest rate, the right time of the year, the right mileage. And so they make their best decision. So you need to be in that same position because it's the worst worst thing we can buy on earth. It loses value. It costs you money to keep it up. You know, 
I've talked about my buddies that buy these high-dollar expensive cars, and they take it in for service, and then they cry all the way back out. Of course, you know, at the service department, they got cookies, they got fruit, they got soda, they got coffee, they got popcorn. They want to take care of you for that sticker shock. You know, like, hey, I got something free out of this place. Oh, man, they gave me $3 worth of stuff, and I'm going to got a $10,000 bill on my Ferrari. That's what happened to my buddy. Went over there and got him a few cookies and soda, dropped his Ferrari off, and went back to get it about two, three days later. He got him some more free cookies, more free soda, and a $10,000 bill for service. That's just to keep it riding around, you know, keep it up to date. What are we looking for in our lives? What are we trying to do? What do we make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow? Treat others. Are you are you looking for their well-being? You know, it's just like we're looking for sponsors for this show. We got one. We'd like to have one or two others. And we want we're looking for sponsors that care about you. This station cares about you. This station wants you to make better decisions, to be better off financially, to be happier with what you're buying. Be content Understanding the rules, understand the game plan, understand what they're trying to do to you. This station cares. They moved me from one station to this station because they care. They want their Christian brothers and sisters to examine themselves, examine the car business, examine the best of their needs, what they can afford. There's two kinds of cars afford and can't afford. And, oh, man, them can't affords hurt. And then you got to get behind the wheel every day. And you got to make the payment. And just like I told you, a friend of mine told me one day, and we were talking about payments on his truck. He said, man, the payments are not too bad. They just come too often, every 30 days. Well, I tell you what, now we got banks that want you not make a payment for 60 days. 60 days, no payment. Why? Because they know what the dealers are going to do to you. There's now deals, no payments for 90 days, 120 days. Why? Because they know that these dealerships are going to swallow everything they can get, grab everything, consume everything, get you all tied up where you're behind the eight ball and you need a little breather. These financial places, they want you to make the payments. They don't want the vehicle. They want, especially, I was talking to a big-time one here in town, talking there. Remember, I've told you what indirect lending. That's why I want you to go get your loan before you walk into a dealership. And we're going to talk about that right after the first half of the this break time. We're going to have a break coming up, and we're going to talk about the basics of buying a car. But I was talking to indirect lender. Now, what is indirect lending? That's when these big banks, the big credit unions, go to these car dealerships, and they said, let us buy the paper. In other words, a customer comes in, we give it to you for 2%, and then you get whatever you can make. And I've seen lots of times the dealerships make 10 and 15%. So indirect lending causes the people to come in easy sign it here no inconvenience i can take it right now i don't have to go to my credit union get your credit union your bank lined up know exactly what you're paying what the total note's going to be what total interest is going to be and and figure it out but oh no we walk in and we want convenience and we want it now that's that microwave way of purchasing we want things and we holler and scream at the microwave to hurry up when it's warming up something we're in a hurry we want convenience we will sign the contract here and take off i've got a dealer in a small town that his brother-in-law is super rich he got four million a month coming in on all royalties so they've got all this money sitting in the bank and so his brother-in-law loans it to him at 10%, and he charges another 5 to 10% to the customer. And so customers walk in, oh, this is the payment. They don't ask the interest rate. He told me in the last five years he had two people ask for interest rate. He charges 15 to 20%, whatever he thinks he can get by with. He's got a doctor that's got two cars, and he's charging them 20%. And he said, I said, well, what's his credit like? He said, Excellent. 
Excellent, excellent. And paying 20%. But convenience. We want convenience. You don't pay way too much money for interest rate. Big box stores in San Antonio, they make money. The big independent used car dealerships make money on interest, insurance, gap, all that stuff because they've got billions sitting behind them and they can finance anybody. And the people walk in and they wham, they're ready to sign. They're ready to do it. And they do it. Well, that's that's crazy. Do you want to give your money away? Hard-earned after-tax money? Well, it happens, and it happens out of way. So these indirect lenders came back. We've got a call, Barry. And indirect lenders come back, and they they said, we, we don't want Randy Adams advertising our show because our new car dealers won't use us. And we, you know, they don't care what the new car dealers are making. Oh, no, 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 no. And so you're paying a bunch of money for convenience. You're paying a bunch of money. So right after the beginning of the the second half or pretty close after that, we're going to talk about that. And so we're going to talk about what's going on and how it's handled and what you need to do to be prepared. Because you need to get your credit situation. Look at it. Go to FTC. That's Frank Tommy Charles. dot gov. Frank Tommy Charles. dot gun. dot gov. Look at your credit rating. See what it is. Look at your credit. Clean it up, and go talk to four, five, six banks or credit unions. Get your best deal. This is your money. You've got good credit rating. I've seen people walk into these big box stores that's independent used cars and see them pay 17 18%. That's unbelievable. And they never question it. And they, they know how gullible you are for convenience and quickness and getting it done. But if you do your homework way ahead, you'll have to save thousands on interest. And be able to pay it off quicker and have money left at the end of the month. That's what I'm trying to get you to do, to realize when you walk into a dealership, they're in sheep's clothing. They're, you know, they're ready to do whatever it takes. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing. But inwardly, they are ferocious wolves. And by their fruit... You will recognize them. Then when they bury you, you pay too much money, you pay too much interest, too many payments. That's the fruit. But we don't look at the fruit. Have you ever had a car dealer apologize for selling you the wrong car for too much money? Have you ever had one apologize for burying you for six, eight years? Do they ever apologize to you? No, they smile at you, tell you they love you, and they come back as soon as you want another one. We, we're going to take care of you the best way. But get a serious problem, and they won't call you back. Just like so many callers I get on Mondays and Tuesday on my mobile, get pen and paper, get ready for the second half. I'll definitely give my mobile number out. And and that way you can give me a call. Had people in the military, Air Force, that called me yesterday, and I helped them on a bunch of stuff, and I didn't hear back from them, so their deal must have went down. His wife wanted to know how, paying cash, how to handle the deal. And if I get a little time toward the end of it, I'll explain it to you because she wanted to make sure she did it right. And that's what you need to do. Because I got news for you. They don't like cash, Bubba. They want to finance it. Hey, how do you make more money? Get them in that F&I office at Finance and Insurance. And in sheep's clothing, I'm going to take care of you. Oh, they want to help us. You love the new commercial out on radio every day. Oh, they, it's better when they're trying to help you than sell you. You think they're wanting to help you? They want to help you out of your money, Bubba. Yeah, hair hiding and all. Don't you just love it? Well, maybe you learned something. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Give us a call here, 210. 210- 340-9585. Get your pen and paper. I'm going to give my phone number out. Second half of the show. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, KSLR.com.
Facebook.com. Go to, hey, tell your friends and neighbors. Go on the Internet. Go on, the, listen by phone, computer, whatever. God bless you. We'll be right back. Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas, 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio. And you, too, can take advantage of our better bottom-line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Thank you, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams. Give us a call here at the station, 210-340-9585. Aaron's online. Hello, Aaron. Thanks for calling. Yes, Aaron? Are you there? Nope. Nope. Aaron, call back. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, Let me finish up on learntobuyandsellcars.com. There's two sides of it. One of it is me buying. I buy the good, the bad, the ugly. I have available a lot of low miles, passenger vans, 15 passenger vans, and they're one year old or less, low, low miles, big-time savings, and I want your old trades. Uh, I want, I've just bought a van that I'm, I'm cleaning up and getting ready. It came off of a church. They got them a new one. And so we get a lot of that kind of stuff. i got a lot of cargo vans. I want your cargo van. Low miles, twelve, fifteen thousand $15,000 savings. Great value for that. We have Aaron online. Hello, Aaron. How you doing today? Oh, hi. Um, yes, sir. I listen to your show. I'm looking to buy a used car. Uh, I'm 29 years old. I was I was driving a 2015 Volkswagen GTI, but I got into an accident, and it got totaled. And now I, I'll be having around 6000 in cash uh, with my car loan paid off. And I was just looking for some advice on what used car I should get. Well, it depends on you want a six thousand dollar car. Or are you going to try to buy a ten thousand dollar car? Used Volkswagens are, uh, if you like Volkswagens, are cheap. Um, just sold a Passat, just to give you that thirteen Passat, two of them last week, and uh, one of them was ninety five hundred, and one was ten five, and those were thirteens with low miles. And so that's just to give you an example. Uh, my manager's got. Uh, a Jetta, just, you know, Volkswagens, they don't hold their value very well. And so you got to decide what fits your budget, your needs, and understand how much money you want to spend. If you put 6000 down and make short payments on a $10,000 or $12,000 car, you can buy a lot of car right now under eleven. And we're in a little bit of a market change. we got 19s mm-hmm. already here. We got a lot of 18s, and they're still selling 17s. So what happens there, it puts too many cars on the market, and when that happens, used car prices drop a little bit, and we're in that drop. Now, the problem is the big box stores that are independent used car dealers that have 1,000 cars, the market's dropped $1,000. And they don't want to take that loss. They still want to make their big money because the big box stores take so much money to open the door every month. So you need to shop. You need to shop where you're going. You need to talk to individuals, make sure the title's in their name. If you buy them off an individual, uh, you need to be prepared 
if you're buying a six thousand dollar car, if you you know, there's some cars out there in, in the next couple of weeks that'll be good solid cars for six thousand. How many miles do you put on it a day? Do you drive very much? Um, I'll say in about a year, like around thirteen, fourteen thousand miles. Okay. So gas mileage doesn't mean a whole lot but a little. So yeah, I mean, I mean it helps. You know, and so that that you take that in consideration. How long are you going to keep it? You know, what kind of mechanic you have? Do you have a mechanic to fit the type of car that you're buying? Uh, I've got a mechanic in New Braunfels that works on expert on BMW, Volkswagen, and Mercedes, which um, those units do need to be worked on, and their parts are a little higher. So. Uh, you just got to weigh up everything. Again, uh, I've sold a lot of cars lately in that five or six thousand dollar range. Uh, I've got a car that some friends of mine are thinking about buying for their grandson that's going to A and M, and they want to spend, you know, five fifty five hundred drive out. And I've showed them. I've got a low mileage uh, Acura. Uh, they're looking at because they just want him to have something when he's going back and forth to uh, Brian. Right. So way of what you're looking for, and if you have any questions, give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. And I'll give it out again. That's 830-708-4789. But give me a call if you've got any question on what you're looking at, what you want to buy. Uh, I'd, I took in trade of Mini Cooper. Uh, this week from a guy, and he, in fact, he bought a Passat. He needed a little bigger car. Uh, I bought a, a smart car and rewholesale it because I not try. I don't try to put many people in smart cars. Uh, they're not my favorite, and I, and I don't. Nobody keeps them long, and that's another thing that I look at. So just you need to weigh up your finances, what you're going to do, how long you're going to keep it, what you should buy, what size you need. What comfort you need? Uh, do you have a family? Are you married? No, I'm single right now. Well, then you don't have to be in agreement with your wife, which I I believe big time that you should be in agreement with your wife because you have to listen to her for the next few years. So, you know, but just figure out what you need. And if you have any questions, like I say, give me a call on my mobile, and I'd be glad to, to work with you. All right, well, I mean, thank you, Randy. You had a Volkswagen. I mean, the Toyotas, Hondas, you know, Impalas. I sell a lot of Impalas because I like those cars that are cheap to work on, and they get 30 miles to the gallon, and they've got a little size and comfort and protection. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Anybody else got any calls, give us a call here at 210 9585. You know, Aaron's doing it the right way. He's figuring out he's getting his budget up, trying to understand what he needs. Uh, he needs to understand how long he's going to keep it, uh, what's the value going to be worth in three to four years from now. I, I teach a lot about that because you buy something today, look at, you know, I'm going to keep it three years or five years. Well, look at that same kind of car, estimate the miles. He said 14000 a year. So I add up. You know, three times fourteen thousand, or five times fourteen thousand, you're gonna have seventy-five thousand more miles on that vehicle. Now, what's it worth five years down the road? So you know what to expect. Know what it's going to be worth down the road. A friend of mine, I've explained a lot of times. They bought that new Mercedes for one hundred thirty thousand dollars. Said, "What's it going to be worth with a hundred thousand miles three years from now?" He puts thirty thousand miles a year. When I told him twenty five thousand, he said, "I'm going to lose a hundred and five thousand." I said, "Well, you got to make tax money to lose that hundred and five. So now you need to make a hundred and twenty five thousand to lose that hundred. But we sold him a throwaway car, and now the car I think he's had it almost three years, and it's got about." 35,000 miles on it. It's still got value, still got life. He still enjoys it. He still drives it. But the car I sold him has got 120,000 miles on it, and he's not lost much money. So you got to figure out how long you're going to keep it, what it fits in your budget, what you can afford. This man paid, stroked a check for $130,000. And I was about to tell you about a lady, her and her husband in the military, 
Don't tell anybody you're paying cash. Oh, I've got a large down payment. And she said, well, I need to be prepared to walk into the F&I department. What do I say? What do I do? I said, get your best price. I explained to her husband, and she wasn't real clear about it. Which that's this is something you don't do every day. This is something new, new information. Nobody on the radio, TV is doing what I do. So she wanted to be know exactly and be clear about it. So I told her, I said, go down there, get your best price, make sure you got it solid. And just before, when you got it on paper, their best price, and they keep saying, are you going to finance? Are you going to pay cash? Say, I've got a large down payment. And I've got great credit. We don't have to worry about financing. We'll talk to your F&I person. Well, you're going to talk to them because you've got to sign up. You're not lying to them. You've got to sign the paperwork. i got a large down payment. And I said, just keep telling them that. And then I told your husband, just before you go in the F&I department, say, oh, by the way, I've got this 13 escape I need to trade. I told him what book was, but it's been in an accident, so it's not worth full book. Asked them full book because they would you, and they're going to beat you up. So I said, be prepared and say, all right, I need 15000 to buy your car at this price that you gave us. That's your best price, but I need 15000 to make this deal happen. Well, they've worked and they spent that time, and here we go again. Let's switch the, let's switch the roles. They want to make this deal. They don't want to waste their time. They know they got a buyer. They know they've got a large down payment. They don't want to lose you. So say I need fifteen thousand. Well, I got news for you. His unit was worth about ten. Due to the accident, maybe eleven. So I said, ask fifteen thousand. If they get close to that eleven, trade with them, save the tax money. I'm in at ten thousand. And so they knew where I stood. They knew what the deal was going. They knew how to handle the deal. They knew how to handle it in the F&I department. So I said, so then you've got, if you're trading or not trading, then you go in the F&I department and ask them what their interest rate is. And you say, well, I'm better off since I got this trade. I got a large debt. Let me just write a check for it. They're not going to like it. There's dealerships today. That will charge you $900 for financial reserve. And you ask them, what's financial reserve? Well, that's because you didn't finance with us. We don't make any money on you not financing. So cash is king. Not to car dealers because they want that opportunity to try to make 1000 to 5000 on you in the F&I department. And that's trying to do that, trying to charge something else. You know, and I, the sponsor on this show, great people. The general manager, I had a good conversation with her. It's a lady. And she says, we're transparent. We want to be transparent. We want the people to know what we're doing. A lot, a lot of dealers are not that away. <clears throat> They're in sheep's clothing. They're not going to tell you exactly what's going on. They want to keep... I, I'm going to put a section in this book I'm writing right now, Undercover Business, because they keep it in the dark, keep you in the dark, keep you undercover. They don't want you to know exactly what they're doing or what they're trying to do. But not this lady. This lady wants to do it. Another one's Rox Covert. Rox Covert told me the other day, he says, money goes where it's treated the best. And I said, Rox, that's you, isn't it? He said, yeah. I said, we've done business for 40 years. Money's a problem, and we've never had a problem. We've never had one issue. I've never had one issue with that man in 40 years because he's up aboard. He tells the truth. He's transparent. He tells you the way it is, and that's why I love doing business with him. I do a lot of business with him. I send a lot of customers to uh, Covert Auto Group, and they deliver it. We're coming on a, the new station tonight, Saturday night at 9. We're coming up on it, and it goes to 35 states. And Rox told me, said, tell the listeners, if they're listening to the show, we'll deliver that car to them. They just delivered a new car to a football player in Minnesota. That's a long trip to deliver a brand-new Denali, and they delivered a new Denali that far. Uh, I've had them deliver them all over Texas. And think about this. You buy exactly what you want, 
and you don't have to walk into the FI department. That's the best of two worlds. So transparency. So, But you need some kind of game plan. Just like this lady, she wanted to be clear how to handle the deal. And I didn't hear back from them because they had my mobile. And evidently they made the deal right, you know. And they asked me, said, you know, uh, what do we owe you? You know, send me a gift card if you want to do anything. It don't matter. You know, I'm here to – I'm here – you know, we want to change the world. We want to be a difference maker. And that's what this show's about, being a difference maker, changing the world. I changed myself. Well, Jesus Christ changed me, made me a different person, renewed me, made me new again, and I want to give back. I want to be that difference maker that will educate you like nobody else is. Nobody. Because, you know, the car business is a big, huge money pit, big one. And you lose so much money. But my buddy, if he'd have drove that Mercedes 100,000 miles in three years right now, it'd be worth $25,000, He'd have lost 100000 not counting what he had to go make to make that. I mean, he's probably in a 25% bracket, so now we're at $125,000 loss. But people don't think about that. They keep that a secret to you. But go to your bank, go to a credit union, talk to them all. And if they match your bank, your credit union with the same interest, get you a new line of credit. That's what I recommend. And then after you've got everything in line on your finances, then it's time to talk to your mechanic about what you intend to buy. Do you work on this car? A friend of mine bought a Jaguar, and he has nobody to work on it. He called me all frustrated. He had some issues. He said, Randy, I I need a mechanic that works on Jags, that wants to work on Jags. I said, well, that's that's Victor at Victor's Jags. He's the best. So I hooked him up with with Victor. I said, well, before you jumped off in this high-dollar machine, why didn't you think about it and examine it, study it, and find out what to do? He said, well, I just thought it was such a great deal. And he said, by the way, what's it worth? So we just, I just happened to have my phone with me, like always. So I pulled up auction report, and I showed him what those cars were bringing with his mileage. I had to pick him up off the floor. I thought he was going to pass out because that great deal that he was making, that sheep, that, was that a ferocious wolf in sheep's clothing? They put him together, Bubba. I'm telling you. So now, here he is. He's on the car six months. It's dropped a lot. It's worth a lot less than what he paid for it. And he's got some issues with it. So he had to take it and go get it fixed. And lots of times when you're working on these foreign cars, these high-dollar cars, these prestige cars, you're going to pay for it. comes out of Back Pocket National. Yeah. Most of these cars are not under warranty. You can buy extended warranty, but they're not cheap. You know, you take Range Rovers, Mercedes, BMWs. We work on them constantly, I can tell you. I'm buying parts on them constantly. You know, I, I, I'm, you know, you got to study what makes you tick and what makes you do certain things. And it's Barry's got a lot color, and so... Uh, they, you got to figure out. I mean, these prestige cars. I see so many new ones out there. I don't see that much advertisement. Uh, is it Consumer Report that builds them up or what? I, I don't know. I really don't know. And somebody's enticing them to go that away, and they don't realize what it's going to cost them to drive it. Uh, a few years. We got a caller online. Thank you, Joe. How you doing today, Joe? Well, I'm doing pretty good myself. Yes, sir. Yeah, I listen to your program. Thank and, you. Uh, I have a, a vehicle. I have a 2003 Mitsubishi uh, Outlander. Yes, sir. You know that I need uh, that. I already put a lot of parts into it to repair it, like redoing it again. But I have a transmission that went out, and it's a four-wheel drive transmission. And I can't find the, the part that I cannot find is the driver's side front axle that connects to the inner shaft. Right. I, I can't find that little part, you know, or, or maybe I find another transmission, you know, 
for the for the Mitsubishi. I can't seem to find one. Have you tried LKQ? LKQ? No, yeah. I haven't tried that. Yeah, I'd try LKQ. They're a big uh, wrecking yard, and they've got yards all over the country. We do a lot of business with them. They're real good. And I doubt uh-huh. I doubt Pick and Pull would have it. Uh-huh. You know, so pick and pull? And I, yeah, and I don't know if Rock Auto could get it. RockAuto.com is an online uh, parts house. Uh, okay. Maybe they they might have it. A lot of these parts houses don't, as you know, and you've probably been searching, don't have those oddball parts that we're looking for all the time. They want to stock the stuff that sell quick. Well, what do you recommend? You know, I've, I've been working on this car for a while now, and like I said, I've got new parts in there. I've got like radiator, batteries, tires, um, the, the mo- motor, the engine. All I need, and I was driving in my transmission, you know, gave out just a little bit. And uh, so the guy that's been working on it has been trying to find a part. You know, he thought it was a two-wheel drive, and I told him, no, it's a four-wheel drive. And when he got in there, he realized that he needed a little piece of an axle thing. It was like 12 inches or something like that at the end of the transmission. Right. And he, and he couldn't find that part. He'd been looking for it to find that part. That's what I'm trying to find or... Uh, what do you suggest? Just try to find a, a whole transmission with a four-wheel drive? Uh, you know, you you might have to, you know, because yeah. lots of times it's hard. Uh, what about Nagalitis gear? Have you tried them? No, I haven't. What's Nag- Nagalitis gear? I think they're off of Nagalitis. Yeah, Nag- Nag- Nagalitis gear in San Antonio. All these places, all in San Antonio. They're not in San Antonio, all these places you're giving me, right? They're all right. over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nagalitis gear. Uh, that's where I would try. Uh, rockauto.com, uh, LKQ, LKQ. Rockauto.com, what was that? Uh, rock, R O C K, rockauto.com. Okay, yeah, you've already done it. Yeah. Nagalitis gear. Uh, and LKQ is the three I would recommend. And last resort, uh, you might call Steve at Star Transmission. Steve. Mm-hmm. Steve at Star oh, Transmission. He might give you the information where to find it. Mm-hmm. What, what about the, uh, what? Steve's number? Uh, do you have Steve's you, number? You, and, well, my phone is on Facebook. If you'll call me later, okay. but it's Star Transmission, and he's right off of San Pedro, close to Hildebrand. Well, see, I can call you on Monday when I go back to work. Uh, yeah. I can look it up in a computer when I talk to you, right. you know. Cause you I bet, got your, your, your mobile number, you know, wrote it down. Thank I you. I'm going to call you Monday anyway to, to get you. And also, you know, I'm in the process of trying to maybe change vehicles. I have a Toyota, a 2014 Toyota um, uh, uh, um, Corolla. Right. Let's see, and, uh, and I've been here three times, and all three times, not my fault. Oh, okay. did you collect diminished value? No, uh, no, I didn't. You're supposed to collect diminished value all three times. That car would have been paid for. Uh-huh. I have a lady. Uh-huh. I have a lady who, who uh, I feel so sorry for. She uh, needed some money, got in a bind. She had a paid for car, a fourteen Nissan, and she went to a title uh-huh. loan place and borrowed the money on it and got hit from the rear, and she didn't collect diminished value. Well, it's hurt her car about $4,000 value-wise. And your wow. Corolla's the same way. When you're in an accident and it's not your fault, you've got diminished value coming. But the problem with Texas insurance people, they don't help their customers. If I sold you an insurance policy, I'd want to help you all I can. And our our insurance just uh, agents don't help their customers get diminished value. You should have collected diminished value all three times on that car. And I'm talking about right. two, three thousand at a time. You'd have you'd have collected eight, nine thousand dollars on those accidents because you've lost value every time it's hit. Right. And I'll talk to you about that if you give me a call on Monday. We'll make, make a little time, but you need to call these insurance companies and say, my car's been hit three times. I need to collect diminished value, and I'd find me a new insurance agent. Quick story, right. a gentleman brought me a Ford diesel he didn't need anymore, a late model, two-year-old vehicle. He would got hit in the rear, and he asked his insurance agent, and he said, I've been listening to this guy on Randy Adams, and he said, I have diminished value coming. His insurance agent told him, no, he didn't have it coming. 
this lazy insurance agent wouldn't help him. And when I explained to him and he went to work and he ended up getting diminished value, he had five cars insured with that insurance agent. They dropped him. I mean, these insurance agents of Texas are lazy. And I've had them call my show, please do. You want to talk about it? We'll talk about it, insurance agents. We'll talk about you're not helping your customers. Well, I can call you on Monday. Yeah, Joe, give me a call. we got two minutes left on the show, and I appreciate the caller. And maybe we can okay, give I'll you a hand, and, and uh, I'll be glad to give you Star's phone number. Thank you. God bless you. I tell you, folks, uh, there's so much in the car business people don't know, so much that are hidden, so much no help. Just like that title on this lady's, she owes, she borrowed $10,000. She's paying 1000 a month, and now she owes eleven seven. She just paid the interest. That's all they wanted because they knew they had her on the hook. And she's paid a thousand a month for six. No, I'm sorry, sorry, eight months. She told me eight months. She's paid in eight thousand dollars, and she owes more than she's borrowed. Hey, title loans are the worst thing in the world. Three hundred thirty percent interest, and they got ads telling you we just want our money back or we got competitive rates. Hey, let me tell you, this is Randy Adams. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to let you know exactly what's going on in this world because the Holy Spirit and the good Lord Jesus has given me this information, give me this education, the experience I've been through, and I want to help each and every one of you listeners. God bless you. I love you. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. I think we posted when our new show is starts tonight on the big station at 9 o'clock, and we're going to we're going to blast 35 states of the good news. God bless you. I love you. Next to you and defend her still today. But there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.